0: In this episode, Dr. Nader sits down with filmmaker and writer David Lynch to discuss questions about how to create world peace through raising consciousness and what happiness
1: really is. I once asked Marishi, you know, this thing of the source inside is a field of peace, and what can people do to help speed up this process of peace on earth? And he said, tell them to start transcendental meditation and become a light unto themselves. So if all the individuals were diving within, transcending every day, lighting that lamp, uh, then this darkness of negativity would start disappearing uh, faster. Uh, So I think we've got to talk about uh, peace on earth and how that happens and um, how we have the technologies right now to make real peace on earth and every time in the past trillions and zillions of years whenever there's been peace on a planet it comes because of the enlivening of this field within.
0: This is a beautiful thought and question and expression David about peace. You know many conquerors and great leaders around the world have wanted peace and even Alexander, Napoleon and others. And they imagine that peace will come when they normalize things and they get everybody to follow the same thing. You know, if you follow the same language, you have the same belief system, you have the same everything, then you have unity. And then if you have unity, there is no need to quarrel because we are all the same and therefore we create peace. But the nature of life is to be expressed in diversity. And so diversity is a joy to life. It's a joy to creation. But diversity is a reality that is everywhere. And Marshi used to take the example of a flower. And it says a flower you know, has a leaf that is soft, has a stem that is harder. It has even some thorns that are sharp. It has... You know, the tree has branches, then there are fruits, and then the garden has many flowers. But as we say, and you beautifully express, they all come from the same field or the sap, from the same sap that actually transforms itself into the tender flower, the tender petal, the leaves, the stem, and all of these values. And it is really where our attention goes that is important. If our attention goes on differences only, then there is likelihood of being afraid because duality always creates fear. The sense of two values is like what the other is going to take away from me. Uh, You know, they have different values, they have different desires, they have different plans, so they'll take this away from me and therefore there is a potential for conflict and there is a fear that one will overtake the other. And the reality is, how do we solve this problem? We solve this problem on the level of consciousness, on the level of awareness. When we transcend, we reach that field of pure consciousness, of the unified field, which is actually the source of everything else. And automatically, we are getting our awareness to the field of supreme unity because it is the source of everything. Naturally, even without thinking about it intellectually, we are established on the sap level, on the field level, on the source level. And therefore, intuitively and inside of us, we know we are everything as we grow in higher states of consciousness and develop transcendental consciousness where transcending is there and then reach even higher state of consciousness which Maharishi has called cosmic consciousness cosmic consciousness is then the state when transcendental consciousness which we experience as you said few minutes or a few seconds or briefly sometimes more some sometimes less but as we continue to practice this technique this gets more and more established within us And ultimately, it never leaves us, which means our sense of self is always the sense of that field of infinity, of pure, settled being that never is shaken by the changes in the outside. What this creates in our nervous system, in our intuition, in our feeling is the sense of unity with everything because everything is that all the flowers are that, all the trees are that, also all the humans are dead. And since your awareness is on the field of unity, because that's what you are and you know everything is, then diversity doesn't scare you. Because you yourself have diversity. Sometimes you look good, sometimes you don't look good. Sometimes you're tired, sometimes you're not tired. Sometimes you're sleepy, sometimes you work like an actor, sometimes you work like a director, sometimes you work like a painter, sometimes you're a sculptor, sometimes you're doing an interview, sometimes you're teaching, sometimes you're managing. So you are different, you are different, and all these differences, they have to fight each other? No, they don't fight each other. Why? Because there is one David Lynch at the bottom of it (laughs) that upholds them all, and they rejoice in those differences. On the same level, on a cosmic scale, if you like, on a universal scale, on a global scale, when one achieves that transcendence, then that transcendence is a field itself of infinite peace. And then one enjoys the life of people as being the expression of that same self that is within, growing from cosmic consciousness into higher state of consciousness, which we also call unity consciousness, where one is established in that field, appreciating and enjoying all the facets of oneself, actually. The facets of oneself. So how can you fight with yourself? You are just one. And everyone is yourself and you are everyone. And that is the ultimate value of peace. Whether one can understand this intellectually or not, experientially through transcendental meditation, one goes to that, experiences that, and naturally starts living with that reality because that reality grows in their awareness, grows in their life and raises that consciousness to that field of infinite peace. And that is really the only way we can have true peace in the world, which is to be established in the self and to accept the diversity. Trying to remove the diversity is trying to remove life, is trying to destroy the creation and its beauty and its ability to explode in multiple, multiple joys of different flowers and colours and people and cultures and ways to do things and richness of that. This is life and this is living and knowing that to be ourself from the level of unity ensures peace in the field of diversity. Exactly
1: right. Beautiful.
0: I wanna talk to you a little bit about happiness.
1: And they say the purpose of life, Maharishi has said, is the expansion of happiness, which is enlightenment. And, But I think people have, a, a you know, because we live in the field of relativity, have different ideas of what happiness is. There's all different degrees of happiness. And in the relative, everybody knows that what made you happy yesterday may not be holding that happiness for today so where is the ultimate happiness and how do you get that and could you describe its happiness physically emotionally mentally and spiritual explain to the people about how beautiful bliss is and when bliss becomes blissful and
0: how it just radiates this happiness Throughout your life, the nature of life is to have fullness, to have infinity, it's to have balance, it's to have wholeness in life. And none of us, no one will be ever satisfied with anything on the outer value overall. I mean, one can get satisfaction for a time being, one can feel happiness for a time being. But the continued sense of happiness, which over extended feeling is bliss consciousness and blissfulness is something that happens as one is growing in the direction of greater evolution. You can have pleasure, you can have satisfaction from food, from love, from a sense of I have achieved something, now I am content and all of that. And then you can have the sense of achieving more and then you're happy, and then you can have sense of fulfillment, and then you are blissful. And if you have that all the time, then you are on the path of truly growing towards higher states of consciousness. Basically, we always want more and more. That's the nature of life. Even a billionaire who has $1 billion will always think that $2 billion is better. When they get 2 billion, they'd rather have 4 billion. If 550 billion, they'd rather have 100 billion. If they are the king of some place, they want to invade the other place. If they are the chief of something, they want to be chief of everything. And is this greed and horrible? It could be in certain cases, but it is the nature of life that is making everyone want more and more and more. The problem is we are always looking for more and more in the outside. And that will never give us the ultimate reality, which is everything, more than the most. Ultimately, we want all the love, all the power, all the energy, all the intelligence, all the creativity. We want everything. We absolutely want everything. You know, you make a great movie, you want to make a better movie. You know, you're the greatest golfer on earth. You're never happy that you played your (laughs) best time. You're going to always think you can do better. And why? Because the nature of life is to grow more and more and more. So what we want to do is how do we solve this problem? Two things. One is we actually want to be more and more in the outer so that we do it in a way that is satisfying if we have outer desires. But... To have more than the most will never happen in the outer. So we have to find a solution. Either life has to go on with the sense of dissatisfaction and never being fulfilled, or there is a trick to it. There must be something to it. And what is to it is to go back to that which is more than the most. To have that which is everything. What is everything? Everything is the unified field. It's one field that creates all the intelligence, the creativity, the power, the energy, the the richness, the, the connectedness, the love. It is there. It is one field. And that field is within us. When we go back to ourself and know that to be ourself, then we have everything, we are everything, we have achieved everything on the inner value, on the inner value. Now, does it mean now, okay, we've achieved everything, fine, I'm happy, I'm full of bliss, and this is where, David, you brought this very important difference, the bliss and blissful. It's so insightful of you to say it, because <laughs> you are enlightened and you know well, it. I heard this from our <laughs> enlightened. <readings in
1: line. laughs>
0: so, This is the field of bliss and now you're in bliss and you're in this warm bath that is absolutely great, proper temperature, nice feeling in it. And once you have it, you are feeling good in it, but it's a continuous feeling of oneness, which is bliss. And now you want it to be blissful, so you start moving. (laughs) And by moving, you create the waves and the waves become the waves of blissfulness. It's the wave of the actual experience of bliss in the activity. So this is not a state where you say, I've achieved everything, so I leave everything. No, you achieve it, and now you're experiencing it as wave after wave after wave of fulfillment, and success, and happiness, and joy in every interaction that one has. So having established that on the inside in a very permanent, very strong, very solid way through transcending, one comes out in the outside and experience it in everything one does. So that every discussion, every talk, every activity, every feeling, you see the flower, it makes you blissful. You see the rising sun, it's blissful. You'll see the setting sun, it's beautiful. You do an activity with your friend, it's blissful. You achieve something more because, you know, life is also one thing to achieve through that blissful individual, something beautiful for itself and for others. And then that's why, you know, you want people to know this, you want people to experience this, and you want people to live this. And these are blissful waves of the bliss expressing itself in multitude of ways of uh, growing on the outer value and enjoying the outer value and sharing the bliss on the outer value. Yeah, it's so great. It's so great. And, and really, David, you've recognized that, you've experienced that, you've lived that, and you want everyone to have that. And that's we really see in, in you, you know, the great modern saint Creator, director, artist,
1: <laughs> everywhere. Bless you, Dr. Nader. It's great to talk to you. Thank you for tuning into
0: Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.